Hi there, everyone. It is Monday, and that can only mean one thing. It's time for Nika Life. I don't know about you, but the week does not start the same unless we spend a little bit of time together. So whoever you are and wherever you are, I hope that you, your team, and your family are staying safe and well. But without further ado, let's get started with the show. It is so nice to have so many of you joining us. And don't forget to, inside the chat, tell us your name, your organization, where you're coming from. We are a family here, and the more interactivity we get from you, the more fun we manage to have. So welcome to Nika Live, the show where we bring you the latest and the greatest of what the National Electrical Contractors Association has to offer. Every single week we are viewable live right here on LinkedIn where all of the cool kids are, but you can also listen to us shortly after as part of the Nika Podcast Network. There are tons of other phenomenal shows there as well as part of the network. So if you haven't checked it out, don't forget to take a look at Innovation Overload. It's a great show. Labored Thoughts is a fantastic one as well. And Think Like a Leader. And be sure to make sure that you check all of those episodes out. And there's a ton of back catalogue there. So if you haven't got involved so far, then go and do it. It's the best way to fill those wasted hours that you have inside the car, I can assure you. I will also start this episode the way that I have over the last several weeks, please make sure that you register right now today for Nika 2021 in Nashville. This is the convention and trade show. It's taking place October 9 through 12 in the beautiful, stunning, incredible, incredible music city. And more importantly, the early registration deadline is fast approaching. So you have to register before August 31st if you want to make sure that you get the best deal for your registration. Now, I know contractors like a deal, and this is the deal that you want to make sure that you don't miss. All of this can be found at nakaconvention.org. And I'm delighted to see that we've got lots of familiar faces joining us. Who have we got? Leslie is going to be joining us in Nashville. Leslie, if I don't see you in Vegas first, I will see you there. Team Candles are joining us as well. Like I said, every week of Nika Live, it's kind of a candelabra. We've got so many candles with us. It's great to have you. We've got Agnieszka coming in from Washington, D.C. as well. My favorite city. I used to live in Georgetown, so if you could leave the place tidy for me for when I next come around. And we've got Mark coming in from beautiful Milwaukee. So keep all of your comments coming in and let us know where you are. Today, we are turning our focus to the outside line. Now, this has been a real area of renewed emphasis for NECA. Outside line contractors do such unique work in the world of electrical construction. They put their livelihoods on the line every day in all sorts of conditions. It also clears this type of work. This type of work really has its own needs in terms of safety, in terms of education and resources. So that is where Mike Starner comes in. Mike is Nika's brand new director of outside line safety. And we are really excited that he's going to be joining us today alongside Jeff Fagan, Nika's general counsel and VP of risk management. And I am delighted to welcome you both. Mike and Jeff, welcome to Nika Live. Tell me, Mike, how was your weekend? It was fantastic, David. Thanks for asking. I'm ready to what, hit this. What exactly did you do? Come on, Mike. Come on, share with the group. What did you do? Well, we were just talking. We got some of the odds and ends taken care of at the house and uh, it helps clean out the uh, you know baggage, so to speak, and start off the week fresh. So that's what I'm eager to do. That is it. You should be a life coach and a motivational speaker. That is a good one if ever I've heard it. What about you, Jeff? Did you get as much done as Mike? 
Yeah, um, I didn't do so many chores. So I went to the uh, Maryland Terrapin red-white football scrimmage and watched my son play. So that was enjoyable. Family time. Awesome. How did he do? Did he get involved? Yeah, he played. They did great. No injuries. So knock on wood. They're uh, they're all healthy. No injuries is a win in my book. Well, look, I really appreciate both of you joining me. I know how super busy you are, but I can already see from the comments, this is going to be a really popular episode. So Mike, I'm going to start off with you. Welcome to Nika. We're delighted to have you on board. And I know that we're really excited to have you and all of the experience, expertise and knowledge that you can bring to the team. Would you give us a bit of an introduction to you and tell the audience some of your background in the world of safety and electrical work? Sure. Uh, this is a culmination of my life's work. And I know that sounds dramatic, but if you look back at the experiences that I've had since I started work as a young man, line clearance tree trimmer, started with the utility, worked my way up through, became a lineman, trouble man, crew lead, got into management and supervision, and ultimately got a taste for safety. And during that time, spent uh, some time actually working for the utility company, as well as as a contractor. So I think those things give me a pretty broad perspective uh, to help our members out with any challenges that they might face. So very exciting opportunity for me. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, it really does seem like your whole life has led to this moment, doesn't it? This is this is like the opening video in America's Got Talent. You know, we should have emotional music going, Mike. But but I mean it. It, it seems like you're such a perfect fit to to join the Nika family and right now at this moment. And Jeff, as the VP of Risk Management, which of course includes safety codes and standards and lots more. Can you provide some insight as to what went into the creation of this really important role? Yeah, sure, David. But first, I want to thank you for being with us again. It's great to be on here with you. You know, you bring a ton of energy to our Mondays and we really thank you for all you do for NECA and the industry. It's, it's really important Oh, stuff. it's kind of you. I'm delighted to be part of the family. Thank, thanks for saying that, Jack. Sure. Um, well, as you know, David, with your association with NECA, you know, we've been all about safety for over 120 years. It's, it's one of the core missions that we have. And we have a strong safety and codes and standards team. And we're so happy to invite Mike to the team. And, and we're happy he joined us. It was a, it was a long search. Uh, we had a, a lot of viable candidates. But, you know, when we look at Mike's background as a lineman, and 20 years as a safety professional, you know, we thought that he was the perfect fit to come in and, and lead our outside line safety initiatives. And what it's going to allow us to do is really zero in on, as you noted earlier, those specific and unique needs of the outside line um, and the incidents that, that are occurring. We're going to try to bring some education, some focus uh, on that industry and, and we're, again, we're, we're going to be leaning on Mike to lead that charge. And it's so great to see this becoming such an important strategic priority for NECA, really putting their money where their mouth is to make sure that the outside line is, is protected, not just today, but well into the future. So, Mike, safety is such a far-reaching thing for every contractor and on every job site. And, of course, there are different perspectives and needs at all levels of every different organisation. So when you look at the outside line, how must their approach to safety 
safety be unique and different when compared against other contractors? Yeah, the reality is there's a lot of similarities between the inside and the outside electric groups, right? So the electrons don't know that they're on the line side or the load side of the meter. What's important is the work environments. You know, what's different about the environments that these these uh, workers working in, the contractors that do this work for utilities? And what's important to understand is, you know, the utilities, the co-ops, the municipalities, they have their own history. They have their own best practices that have developed over the years. So, um, when you think about just meeting, you know, meeting basic compliance and then you have an event occurs and then you have some lessons learned and you apply some additional layers, some additional protections for your workers over the years. It's important for contractors, the outside line contractors and the utilities to have, you know, some open dialogue to understand, OK, how did you get from point A to point B? And I understand that to be compliant, we have to do this, but you're asking for an additional precaution. And, that, you know, the shoe could be another foot. It could be the contractor has some lessons learned and that they can share that with the utility. So it's really about that relationship, understanding the cultural differences between the contractor and the utility or the host, the customer that we're working for. There's some minimal standards and we have operating experience that tells us what direction we should be going in. And then we develop best practices because we know that we want things to be better tomorrow than what they were today. So it's important for us to coordinate, right, that those perspectives need to be consistent, and you got to have that discussion. One thing that's interesting is that, you know, for outside lines, the majority of these workers are, are working on high voltage lines and doing a lot of energized work. So what are some additional challenges associated with that? Site conditions, these guys and, and gals could be out working in, uh, you know, in a rural setting, or they could be in an urban environment, or they could be in the wilderness installing equipment with helicopters and things like that. So just the diverse environments that these folks could be working in. When you think about traffic, you know, they're exposed to traffic and, and creating work, work area protection. These are all unique situations that need to be considered. The hazardous environments that they work in from uh, working at heights, working in enclosed and confined spaces, extended hours that they work, you know, at a moment's notice, they may have to pack up and, and head out on a storm. Uh, how are they preparing themselves for that? And then driving, you know, driving these, these heavy, large vehicles that are towing you know, it's sometimes very large poles through congested rural environment, uh, urban environments. You know, there's a lot of challenges that these team, these crews and these workforces are, 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 are tasked with. And, and we need to make sure that we're, we're preparing and educating and equipping those, uh, those workforces with as much information as we can give them. You know, when you explain the breadth of it, Mike, it is so obvious that we need a dedicated approach to make sure that we protect because it's almost like every different work environment, every different project context has its own special needs and special requirements. And I will say, Mike, by the way, um, very popular hire. We're getting lots of good feedback about you inside the comments. Uh, so let me see. Uh, Hank, uh, Hank Mast is saying, I worked alongside Mike for many years in the field and in management. You've got the right man for the job. Best of luck to you from one line man to another. Mike, I'm very impressed. We've got Michael Johnson is also saying that you are a great hire for sure. Um, lots of lovely feedback. I hope you read these comments afterwards, uh, Mike, because it's obvious that our audience are so excited to have you on board. So a little virtual high five from them to you. And Jeff, can you talk a little bit about how the outside line fits into the ongoing focus on risk management at NECA? Because obviously, uh, what are, obviously NECA will have identified some particular risks in this area. How do you think that they can be addressed? Sure, uh, David, and you and I have talked uh, on this program about the, the risk management focus here at NECA, but just to refresh 
our audience a little bit. At, at, around the beginning of the year, I was asked to champion risk management program here at NECA. And what we're doing is we're putting together a, a risk assessment for NECA National, which involves getting together with each department and going through each department's uh, risks, mitigation efforts, and then holes in those risks and mitigation efforts, right? So no organization, no department at NECA here is perfect. And so there, everyone has risks. You, you've got tolerance for certain risks. But I tell you one risk that's that's not uh, tolerable, and, and and that's safety accidents on the job. And so you know we always strive for zero incidents, right? But every company, every member of NECA, every member of the electrical contracting community ought to be doing a risk assessment of their organization, which will include uh, all areas of safety. Part of the self-critical analysis that companies should be doing is, is learning from incidents, learning from mistakes. And, and we can help collect that data and, and anonymize it and get it back out to the community and say, here's what's going on in the outside line community. Here are the incidents that we see. Here's the after action reports that we're seeing. And Mike is going to champion that effort for us. He's going to get out there. He's going to analyze the data. He's going to look at falls. He's going to look at induction accidents. You know, he's going to look at all of that and help hopefully put education together that will continue to, to drive us toward that zero incident uh, goal that, that we all have. But that's the risk management analysis is, is identifying what your risks, risks are, putting mitigation efforts in place and, and getting to that uh, positive movement on safety. Absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned a couple of things there, Jeff. And the one thing that strikes me is this word community, because ultimately, if we truly and authentically work together as a community, if we share those challenges, those risks, those incidents and the near misses as well, then we protect the entire industry. We protect each other. This isn't about competition with competitors when we're dealing with safety. And and I know, Mike, to make sure that this is truly lived every day, one of the most important important things in creating a safe work environment and a safe one is communication. So can you touch on why this is so crucial and how it makes such a big difference in companies? How do you plan to promote the importance of communication amongst NECA's membership? Yeah, communication is a big one. It has a big impact on culture and vice versa. When you think about, you know, as an organization, uh, making clear what your vision is, what the mission is, what your core values are and your beliefs helping everybody in the organization understand, communicate what those things are so that everybody's lockstep driving towards the same goal. As a leader, a safety leader, or a peer leader, or a job site leader, you know, making sure folks know what the objectives are, helping, helping folks understand what good looks like through training and education, and then setting given direction, making sure we clearly articulate what we're about to do that. And then there's some safety leadership uh, aspects that kind of come in on the back end, which is following up. Uh, providing feedback, giving the right kind of coaching at the right time. Because if you don't do those things, folks are le- left with their natural instincts. Uh, and, th- and when you're operating on your natural instincts, you're, you're subject to risk tolerance. You start to you know, accept certain levels of risk. Uh, you start to drift away from the established protocol and procedures. So we need to always be out in front and communicate what, what we're looking to accomplish. Otherwise, folks are out there making assumptions. The best thing to do is build a good, strong team where people are comfortable with uh, being vulnerable, trust each other, being able to have that constructive challenge, asking the right questions, you know, folks having the power to stop a job or, or getting more clarity or saying the thing that they may otherwise not have said, which ultimately could lead to an event. 
so all those things just help build that cultural improvement, which really helps folks be more open and comfortable with sharing ideas. Like I said, stop work authority, submitting near miss you know, reports, peer coaching, all of these things are very important when it comes to communication. Uh, one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to, you know, we have a big campaign for outreach, you know, go out and, and, and hear the voice of the customer, understand, you know, our members, what, what are they looking for? Where are the gaps? What needs to be filled? Right. So we want to be very targeted a, a, about what we do and we want to make sure we're having the biggest bang for our buck. So we have to hear from, from our customers. We're going to be leveraging best practices and as Jeff mentioned, we're going to develop training and education and intervention plans so that our members can be up front instead of one step behind. Uh, yeah, and it's that leading approach, isn't it? You talked about honesty, about openness, about transparency, about uh, about authenticity, because we are one industry. And, and of course, we have many priorities. Profit is a priority. Growth is a priority. But ultimately, if safe as a high safety as a hygiene factor isn't there in everything that we do, then we're not only harming our business, we're harming the reputation of the entire industry. And I know that this is an industry that is built on that integrity. So look, finally, a question to both of you. Let's end by touching on the future of the outside line at Nika. It's obvious that it's becoming a real strategic priority moving forward. Could you both give us a bit of a preview of what Nika's outside line contractors can look forward to in the months ahead and even in the years to come. What impact will they be able to see on the job site, at Nika events, at industry events? Uh, Mike, I'll start with you. Well, you're going to see increased support. One of the things that I'm going to do, look, Nika already does a lot of good things for our contract. What can we take that we already have in place and refine it or adapt it? Right. So we don't have to start from ground zero. Right. We may already be doing good things. We just need to adapt it. Uh, we're going to look at the offerings that we have as far as you know educational materials and training opportunities and networking opportunities to make sure we, you know, just we hear what what needs to be taken care of on that side of the house. New resources and technology. You know, there's always a new app or a new method, a new a technologically advanced way of doing something that changes significantly changes the way that we do things and safety is no different. Uh, so we'll be looking for those kind of things. And of course, we've got lots of events coming up and uh, I'm sure Jeff mentioned some of those things, but we're going to be out there. We're going to be out in front and uh, making those connections and, and hearing the voice. Sure thing, Jeff. Uh, the outside line really will be front and center in the future. That, that's correct. And so Mike alluded to some of the events coming up. You know, there's a uh, an event every two years called the Utility or the IQ Expo. Our D10 community, our outside line community has told us that's one of their big events. They're going to be there. So now Nika is going to be there and, and have a strong presence. Mike and, and Wes Wheeler and, and some of our premier partner team, we're going to go down to Louisville this year and attend the Utility Expo, have a booth, do some things with our premier partners and our outside line community. And we're going to plan to do that every two years and be a big part of that utility expo. We also have our national or NECA safety professionals conference again in the March springtime frame, which is always a live event. But this year uh, we are starting the safety leadership summit, uh, which is going to be a fall slash early winter event. That's also going to be live. And so now the, the safety and codes and standards team is going to have two live safety events each year which we hope will, will be you know, an opportunity to provide speakers and education in a live format twice a year now. And lastly, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention a, uh, another focus area for us, and that's you know, safety is about safety and health, safety and health of our workers. 
And, and one area of health that we're really going to focus on this year is, is mental health. And you're going to see presentations and education directed at mental health of, of our workers to make sure that they're taking care of themselves. They can identify those risks for themselves and, and get some help and, and if they need it. Those are some concrete examples of the things you're going to see next year, this coming year. Gosh, it's so encouraging to see a focus on mental health. Obviously, everyone in the last 12, 18 months has gone through a really tough time and it's been driven by uncertainty, by loneliness in some cases, by extraordinary challenges personally, professionally, financially, economically, and in terms of the world of work. So I think that that might be our next big health and safety, or at least one of our big health and safety challenges internationally, no matter what sector we're in. But of course, we want to make sure that we put our contractors first and we're ahead of the line there so that every single one of them is protected from a safe point of view at the physical things that they do at work. But the things that are up here as well are are every bit as important. And it's obvious this is really important to our audience as well. So many great comments um, coming in. Uh, Mike is saying awesome perspectives shared from Mike. Thank you so much for your professionalism. Luke Cool is saying, welcome to the team, Mike. It was great to meet you in Annapolis. Mike, I gotta say, we're almost trending on Twitter here, Mike. This is very popular. <laughs> um, another comment is saying, Mike, is a, is a true asset to the NECA safety team. Oh, and we've got some dates. Sue McCart, long time no see. Sue, I cannot wait to see you in Nashville. I hope you've got your boots ready. Sue is saying that the NECA Safety Leadership Summit is at Lowe's in Chicago, November 1 to 3. And for any of you who sadly missed our in-person event in Chicago, we couldn't do it, but please do try and make sure that you get to the NECA Safety Leadership Summit there in Chicago because Chicago always puts on a heck of a show. Mike and Jeff, thank you so much for taking your time to join us here today. It is so exciting, so encouraging, and it creates, I think, such a positive bed for growth for the future to know that safety, particularly for the outside, line as well as all of our other stakeholders and members at NECA are right at the center of everything that we are doing. Mike, tell me, are you excited? I'm super excited. I, I can wait. tell. Give, give me give me a woohoo, Mike. Come on, show me, show me. Woo-hoo. Oh, look at this. I've never felt safer. Um, thank you so much, Mike and Jeff. Cannot wait to see you both in person. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll see you back here at Nika Live sometime soon. So thanks, guys. Thanks, David. Nice to see you. Wonderful to see both of you. And of course, wonderful to see all of you joining us. Thank you for tuning in to another Nika Live. We'll be seeing you again very soon for more from the world of the National Electrical Contractors Association, including we will have a focus on the fast approaching convention in Nashville. You have my word. We have got the most incredible things planned for that. Demand is the biggest it has ever been. So I cannot implore you enough. You've got to make sure that you register your place. So I will be looking forward to seeing you there.